Sunshine to partly cloudy daily. The highs each day on to about the lower to middle 80s. Are you looking for the best deals on firearms, bows, hunting equipment, ammo, and more? Look no further than the Bowie Outfitters Surplus Inventory Reduction Auction. With over 7,500 lots of items up for grabs, you'll be sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Go to HendersonAuctions.com. This huge public auction starts closing October 16th through October 21st, so don't miss your chance to get amazing deals on all these great items. Go to HendersonAuctions.com for more information and details. Auction business license number AB4. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Glad to be here. You can get us on the airway at WGSO 990 AM. You can get us on the internet at WGSO.com. We're glad to bring the Louisiana news to our audience. We're glad to hear from you and uh, are glad to bring you really the news that maybe the insight into the news that you don't get with just a blurb here, a blurb there. At least that's our mission, and we're glad to be bringing that kind of noise and uh, ruckus to us here in the marketplace. We're going to do our usual financial report. It's different. It's a little bit different today, particularly because it has to do with the interest rates. Interest rates are getting messed with by the oil and gas prices uh, as we know, and that that all relates back, relates back to the uh, the Hamas massacre in the Middle East. I don't know what else to call it. Uh, I mean, it's it's inexcusable. It's really, you know, I don't want to uh, look. I was a philosophy major at Tulane University. I don't want to get into discussing the the. the progressively more viable Western civilization that has brought us standards by which all other civilizations are judged. Even it has taken Western civilization and Western Christian civilization to come up with moral and civil standards that even confirm, affirm slavery was bad. Go to other states. It exists today in Africa. It exists today in the Middle East. Western civilization, uh, Western civilization is the bright light on the hill. Uh, and the, the Hamas, Hezbollah are remnants of Middle Ages egocentric or theocentric civilization or Nazism states civilization that puts something ahead of the good, uh, the value, and the protection of the individual human being. That's where we are. And if we we are going to have to recognize that civilization that believes in the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, that we turn the other cheek. Now, we don't turn the other cheek in self-defense. All of that's what's going on in in the Middle East. It's really uh, something that we unfortunately have to accept, that they don't have moral standards. They have an object of conquest. That's it. It's just, I want yours. I don't know how you got it. I don't care how I'm going to get it. I don't care who dies in the process. The answer is, we'll even sacrifice. As to the Palestinian and Hamas, they'll sacrifice their own flesh and blood in exchange for what they want that's worth more to them than human life. And uh, that's what we're going to have to live with. 
We can't, we're going to worry about what we can fix, what we can deal with. That's Louisiana. That's our economy. But never forget that we are fighting for the right to be free and to prosper. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is not a common denominator in other parts of the world. Don't be naive to think it is. Look, let's do our let's do our financial report because the price of oil, because there's a lot of oil in the Middle East, uh, is jumping around again. Uh, we'll start with the markets themselves. S and P closed at um, uh, down 36 points, down less than one tenth of a percent. Nasdaq closed down 128 uh, points. Uh, that's a again, it's a nine six. A .96, less than 1% down. And finally, Dow Jones closed down 250, which is 0 0.75. And, uh, again, three-quarters of 1% is where we are. I've got a live mic on somewhere other than here. Uh, I can hear some rattling. Uh, but anyway, uh, here's what's interesting, guys. We've made something here. And that is we are at the point of a non-inverted yield curve. We have our two-year Treasury bill at 5.16, and we've got the 30-year Treasury bill at 5.10. The difference is the inversion, if you will, is a sixth, it's not six-tenths, it's six-one-hundredths. It's barely a half of 1% inverted. It's all but flat. The closest we had gotten was 0 0.2. We got down to 0 0.1. This is half of 0 0.1 inversion, meaning we're flat. And I'll, what's happening is, the labor markets came in strong. The, uh, the unemployment claims uh, came in uh, weak. And so what we end up with is we've got, we still have a real tight market on uh, people working. Uh, there's, there's, uh, there's more people, uh, there's more jobs than there are people working. What that means to the Fed is the Fed may, that's one of the things that pressures the Fed to raise the interest rate again, uh, which would re-invert the curve and move that front end, that short end up. We've got uh, a meeting by them next week. We'll see what they do. Uh, we're in October, June, July, August, September. Will the, the numbers for the third quarter will be coming out shortly, and those are going to tell us whether uh, there were some signs that the that the market was backing up, that the economy was softening. But what this tells you is, while the interest rates are short, look what's going on in oil and gas. Oil and gas, the uh, Brent crude that we watch is up to eighty nine. We were below 85 a week ago, and now we're up probably uh, 6 8% in a week. We're up to 89.67. Tomorrow we may – we're on the verge of Israel going into Gaza, and things are going to get nasty. Um, that's going to even put more pressure on oil. Iran is rattling their sabers, rattling uh, their guns and bullets, saying uh, we're, we may have to get into this. We may have to get into this to protect Hamas's right to decapitate babies, rape and throw away people they don't like. That's what we're looking at, whether or not we can get there uh, uh, and stop that and cleanse Gaza from that operation is yet to be seen, and uh, we won't talk about Joe Biden's ineptness. Bless his heart. He said he was born in Israel today. He's got a speech tonight. 
Look, we'll get back. That's your business report. There's nothing we can do about it. We're got flat. The Fed wants to leave it flat. Flat. But we're not sure they're going to get away with it. This is Paul Hurd, your host. Hurd's Louisiana Live is coming in hot, and we'll be right back. Son of a gun, you Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Mary Ann Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. The 34th Annual New Orleans Film Festival, inviting guests to six days of in-person screenings at the Contemporary Arts Center, The Broad, and the Britannia Theaters Uptown and at Canal Place from November 2nd to the 7th, plus a virtual cinema running November 2nd through the 12th. Tickets and pass information, film schedule, and how to watch from wherever you are at NewOrleansFilmFestival.org. We know you'll have a great time, so your first ticket is on us with the code NOLALOVE. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Does your business need to boost sales or drive customer loyalty? Talk to Sir Speedy. Our direct mail pros can get your company in front of the right people with our comprehensive direct mail and mailing services. All you have to do is share your goals with us and we can do the rest. Get the ball rolling and send your next direct mail project to us. Call Sir Speedy at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com. That's 504-586-9812. One, two, we do it. Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. If you relate to these clips playing in the background, you will relate to everything old is new again right here on WGSO. Hi, this is Douglas Viviani of Everything Old is New Again. Join us for the fun on Saturday mornings at 8 right here on the community voice of the Crescent City, WGSO. We're back, we're back. Hearns, Louisiana Live. We're bringing it to you. I uh, would love to uh, hear from you. I didn't give the information, but you know it. Louisiana Excellence Hotline 504 556 9696. I hate to give it fast because when I'm trying to pick up that number, off a radio, off off a, a speaker, and I want to put it down so I can use it. Uh, it's hard if someone says 504-556-9696. No writing that one down. Or you're a better man or better lady than I am. So uh, anyway, we'd love to hear from you about what's going on in the state. I'm still decompressing from Saturday's election. We're on to the two runoffs. We'll be talking more about those next week. And uh, But let's go on and move on and, and to talk about the greater New Orleans area, New or uh, Orleans, Jefferson, St. Tammany, and its surroundings. It looks like 
<laughs> I, I'll tell you, uh, Mayor Cantrell might have been better off if she'd have just lost the recall uh, because she may be the last person standing in City Hall before this thing's done. Uh, I see Mr. Clifton Davis, a licensed attorney or a uh, occasionally licensed attorney and uh, chief of staff and chief bottle washer seems to be in trouble. Uh, if you look at the uh, standard by which the council judged Gregory Joseph about my, uh, uh, it's not malpractice, it, it's uh, malfeasance, I'm sorry, malfeasance in office or the, the conduct of improper activities while on uh, for the city. Mr. Davis's uh, days are numbered. He's a licensed lawyer who didn't even keep his license current, went in and out of being licensed and being not licensed, has been accused of and is on, in the verge of settling a claim by the professional board for lawyers uh, that he misappropriated his client's money, did not handle his affairs for his client, while and practice law for the city as, as executive counsel. While he wasn't licensed to be an executive counsel, uh, I, I think this is going to be one. I thought it was interesting with uh, uh, Gregory Joseph that they suspended him for the remainder of the term of the mayor Cantrell now for about 16 months. In that fashion, he can't come back. Same thing. This is more. This is more clearly, an, a, a violation of the standards set in the charter that an appointee may not commit malfeasance. Uh, he it is malfeasance for him to practice law for the city. At the same time, he has no license. He's being paid as a lawyer. He's giving advice as a lawyer. He's acting as a lawyer. And then on top of it, while he's been coming and going, he mishandled his client's money. Uh, and the idea, I noticed in one of the articles I read that it said, oh, well, what he's going to do is, is I guess I'll just be chief of staff. And that way I don't have executive counsel title. Uh, he's not a very good lawyer either because if he'll check the standards under which the practice of law is defined, uh, you can't change your title and do the work. Chief of staff is, an in, is a human resource position counseling the mayor on the legal consequences of certain policies is the practice of executive counsel. Uh, I bring it up. I don't know how. Uh, this one is easier for the council. Not easier. Unfortunately, it's more obvious that he has violated the standards uh, in the charter, and he ought to decide where it is he wants to go besides being employed by the city. I noticed that his excuse for taking money from his client and spending his client's money uh, was that, well, you know, in private practice, sometimes you come up short. Well, let me tell you something. If you come up short, you don't steal your client's money. You don't borrow your client's money and keep your law license. That is, that is a worse admission than to say I took it out of the wrong account didn't mean to, and when I found out, I put it back. No, no, no. That's not, that's not what he said. He said, oh, well, you know, it was tough. Now, we're talking about a lawyer that's having to struggle to practice, and the mayor picks him up because he went to law school with her, ex, her, her deceased husband and has slapped a $183,000 salary on a, on a lawyer that was not 
being able to pay his bills. He used, the article said he used his client's money to pay his Hulu subscription. Uh, come on, city council. It's your due diligence. It's your responsibility. You're going to have to gather some information, do an investigation, and give uh, Mr. Davis an opportunity to explain why he needs to stay on as an employee of the city because I don't see it. Uh, but that's where we are. I did notice that the council did get some work done uh, today on uh, confirming Ann Kirkpatrick as the uh, New Orleans chief of police. I, I think it's good for her. I think it's good that, that the mayor went out and got new blood, new perspectives, put new eyes on our police officer and our, and our police system, and let's see if we can clean up, make it more effective, more efficient, arrest, make good arrests, get them done, get them in, get them in the jail for the DA. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm sorry that Ms. Woodfork was not able to get it in the sense that, you know, even somebody uh, cries when they lose the Super Bowl. And I understand not winning what you wanted to win, but this is gone. I really would tell the council, you've got this new provision that really empowers and authorizes you to be a supervisory agent for the conduct of business in the city. Far more power and, and, and responsibility than you had before the charter was amended. What I'm going to tell you is don't duck, don't duck your responsibility. I would have not approved her as a police chief. I would have uh, allowed her to continue to serve as interim police chief and required the mayor to provide information on the people that were turned down before she could be considered for chief, give the mayor 90 days, give the mayor six months. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pressure or corner the mayor, but the mayor's got to live with the system. The system says the council participates in that screening process. They don't take the mayor's results. Uh, I'm sorry it went 6-1. Mr. Thomas voted no. Uh, I think that was the right vote. This is Paul Hurd. i got to take another break. We're at the bottom of the hour. When we get back, we've got more. we got that we got that tragic fire with those three kids to talk about or to pray over. I don't know what we're going to do. But we'll be back after this break. Herds Louisiana Live coming in hot. And in a world of people, only you and I. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, every Monday and Friday at 5 p.m. live on WGSO Radio New Orleans, talking Saints football in our 12th season in the red zone. We'll be live at Premier Nissan at 6636 
Veterans Boulevard, where Metairie meets Kenner for another exciting season of Saints football live on WGSO Radio. Got your license to grill? Call Chew on This Saturdays at noon on WGSO and tell us all about it. Don Clement and Patty B are waiting to hear your cooking secrets. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for our eighth season of Breakfast with the Bayou Bengals live from the Silver Slipper Casino in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Colleen Crane. Governor John Bell Edwards says he was approached by Donald Trump when he was president about switching to the Republican Party. Jeff Palermo has the story. Edwards says the discussion took place towards the end of the governor's first term in office, but he declined the invitation to join the GOP. I thank you for letting me know how you feel, but that's just not something I'm interested in doing. Trump campaigned against Edwards in the 2019 election, but JBE ended up beating Eddie Rispone. Edwards says he saw the president again at the college football national championship game in New Orleans in 2020. He was very gracious, and he came up and he said, well, you beat me. And I said, well, no, Mr. President, I beat Eddie Rispone, but uh, you made it harder. I'm Jeff Palermo. No arrest yet in the carjacking of the Orleans Parish District Attorney. Jason Williams and his 78-year-old mother were forced out of their vehicle by gunpoint by two masked men on Monday night in the Lower Garden District. NOPD Superintendent Ron Lebrano says the investigation remains active. We so far have identified through our investigation multiple persons of interest but no arrests have been made in reference to the carjacking. LRN. Why is sugarcane so popular in Louisiana? 16,000 jobs annually, 7 million in tax dollars for roads, schools, and first responders. It's a $3 billion industry. Sugarcane, number one in Louisiana. Log on, learn more at lacane.org. Tiger Rag Magazine subscribers are LSU fans in the know. Tiger Rag Magazine gives you exclusive stories, beautiful pictures, and behind-the-scenes insights. Subscribe today and be in the know at TigerRag.com. Hey, y'all, have some festival fun around the state. October 14th, Melrose Fall Festival and Shadows Arts and Crafts Fair in New Iberia. October 14th and 15th, Madisonville Wooden Boat Festival. October 20th through 22nd, Rougarou Fest in Homa. October 20th and 21st, Abita Fall Fest in Abita Springs. October 21st, Ragley Heritage and Timber Festival. So make your plans to laissez-les-bantarrelais. Visit explorelouisiana.com to plan your road trip today. Foundation in association with the crew of Tux Parade is holding the fourth Tux Umbrella Walk and Gumbo Gras on October 28th at 9 a.m. in Audubon Park, Shelter Number 10 off Magazine Street. Food, drink, live music are all included with registration. This is where Mardi Gras meets Halloween, and everyone is encouraged to come in costume. Kids' activities include the Small Friars Umbrella Decorating Tent, Decorated Wagon Parade, and Small Friars Funhouse. Please go to www.tuxfoundation.org for information and registration. WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at wgso.com or call 504-669 6076. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Hi, my name is Corey. I work with Neurogenics to provide the most stylish therapeutic shoes for healthy living footwear. Foot care is the root of prevention and is a key factor for our quality of life. I would like to share this amazing health service that many people are unaware that they are entitled to have of a low or no cost pair of therapeutic shoes and to help make your insurance benefits more accessible and work for you. Contact me for a house call visit or an office visit. We can arrange an the hour we got to finish this next half hour bring you a little bit more i've got to start 
I've got to start this segment in just extending our prayers, our disbelief, our shock of the murder uh, by Mr. Washington of his three children. Uh, it's just, it's unfathomable. It is, and I hate to bring it back, but this is the kind of crime. Don't, don't tell me this is second-degree murder. Don't tell me this is spontaneous. When, when a murderer calls his wife and says, I'm going to go kill three kids, that's premeditation. That's calculated, rational premeditation. That is the murder of innocence times three. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves in the sense that he's going to get due process, he's going to get a trial. But it's pretty tough when you call to say, I'm going to go burn a house down where our kids are, and then I burn, and then the house where the kids are burns down 10 minutes later before mom can get home from work. Uh, we could all, we all look at this. We, we've all got lots of things to say, but this, this person, this, this evil, that's, that's, this is what I was talking about on the first segment. There are, there is a civilization standard. Thou shalt not kill. You shall not kill the innocent. You shall treat others as you would have them treat you. I, I can't even figure out how you get to a father intentionally harming his children. Uh, but the answer is he's rational. He prepared. It was planned. And all of the and justification, uh, what, no justification. No, there's no justification. Uh, I, I, this man has, I hope, a date with destiny in a little closed room in Angola. I, I, unless something comes out. I don't want to prejudge him. That's what trials are for. Let's find out. But, man, can you be more shocked? Can we be more just baffled by the evil of a man burning children? There, you can't be mad at anything and that happened. Look, I had to bring it up. Bless, I, you know, bless the family's heart. Bless the neighbor's heart. I know it was a, it was a, it was a well knit, a close knit neighborhood that watched out for each other. Uh, we knew there was trouble there when there was a signal that if the lights on the porch were blinking. The neighbor needed to call the police and get them to the house. There obviously was trouble, but that trouble's between adults. We don't sacrifice children. Hamas went in and slaughtered children in Israel. Mr. Washington went in and slaughtered children in New Orleans. His day will come. We'll, we're going to handle it as a civilized due process, civilized, organized criminal justice system. And if he gets what, if, if the circumstances are what we think, he will get what he deserves. Look, that's where we are. Speaking of getting what you deserve, um, a little update on the carjacking of our district attorney and his mother. Again, we're glad they escaped unharmed. But I, I thought I, I thought I had this right yesterday, but I, from the comments I'm reading that the the uh, communications officer from the police has said is that uh, all of this is still under investigation, and uh, we have not arrested anyone for the carjacking. Well, somebody needs to talk to the communication director. Because he's the only one in the city that doesn't know Russell Roshan's been arrested for carjacking. <laughs> don't, don't, don't 
treat me like a mushroom and, and put me in the dark and feed me manure? The answer is we need to get the attorney. We need the DA to do his paperwork, whatever he needs to do. He needs to get this case referred up to the attorney general's office, which is the right thing to do. It's because the DA is the victim. He doesn't need to be involved in this case. And the quicker you get another head from the attorney general's office that does not have a conflict handling this case, the better for the city of New Orleans. We need this handled properly. Now, let's talk about, all right, Miss Kirkpatrick. You know, if, you're, if you arrest criminals, you can stop crime. And Russell Roshan's a perfect example. He is our poster child for why we arrest criminals and don't leave them on the street waiting for the trial. Mr. Roshan had outstanding seven, count them, seven felony arrest warrants on the night that he went out to hijack two more cars. <laughs> and, and, and on each warrant, all on all seven warrants, was his home address. And when he hijacked the eighth and ninth car, when the police finally decided, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna hijack our DA, we're gonna have to come get you, they went to his house, the address on all the other warrants. This man was not hard to find. <laughs> this man was on a uh, he, he is he was an up and coming. Carjack specialist, he had seven warrants out, three of them, I think three of them, you no, know, four of them juvenile, three of them adult, before he hijacked Mr. Williams and his mother, and before he then hijacked another car from a lady uh, in the city about 30 minutes after he took this one. The only thing they say he's arrested on is when he did both of these carjackings, he was driving another stolen vehicle, a blue pickup truck. This is all right. The reason I wanted to bring it up is look, we're all going to get to know Mr. Roshan's background, but I need my superintendent of police, I need my police chief to say, guys, the easiest step to Fixing the problem of crime in New Orleans is go get the warrants that are outstanding and go get those people off the street. Now, I am also going to say this. With a young man doing so well in his chosen business of larceny, I was disappointed. Now, he's been charged with stealing the blue pickup before uh, – and. <laughs> before he did two more carjackings. I am disappointed in the criminal district judge who set a bond at only $120,000. Heck, two escalades and you can cover that bond. That's outrageously low with a criminal Look, even it, regardless of whether you can use his juvenile record or not, <laughs> uh, whether you can use the four felonies he still had pending as a juvenile, and whether or not you were only going to rely on the uh, evidence provided by three felony warrants outstanding when they brought him in for his bond hearing this week, uh, I think there's a good chance that he will recommit uh, – Reoffend if he's given a bond low enough that he can get out. Hey, if he's going to pay 10%, all he's got to do is steal a used Escalade and he can pay the 10% and get a bond, $120,000 bond for $12,000. You can get $30,000 for a used Escalade uh, and, and he can be off, no, no pun intended, he could be off and running. Anyway, Kirk, Ms. Kirkpatrick, 
Now's the time to make tomorrow different. The first thing the police needs to do is get the criminal off the street. And don't tell me there's no room to put them in the central lockup. There's room. Look, we're going to take our last break and then come back, wrap this rascal up. Uh, Paul Hurd's your host. We're having fun. We're doing the, the report. We're talking about what will make us better. Come on back one more time. We've got a 10-minute segment, and we're going to talk about the economy and this crazy election again. Paul Hurd's your host. We'll see you in a moment. The Louisiana Music and Heritage Experience presents NOLA Funk Fest, October 20th through the 22nd at the New Orleans Jazz Museum. This festival includes three days of our local beloved music, food, art, and fun, plus a special Fats Domino and Dave Bartholomew exhibit. The festival will feature Irma Thomas, Leo Nocentelli, the Dirty Dozen Brass Band, George Porter Jr. and the Running Partners, and so much more. For tickets and more information, go to nolafunkfest.com. Hey folks, this is Jeff Cruer. Join me at 7 a.m. till 11 right here on WGSO 990 a.m. for Ringside Politics with a Punch. We're going to be bringing you great guests. We'll discuss the latest hot topics and, of course, taking your phone calls. On Friday, national security expert from the Center for Security Policy and our Ringside All-Star Chris Holton will join us, give us the latest from the Middle East. And we'll be joined by Dustin Granger, who wants to be our next Louisiana state treasurer. All of that and more right here on Ringside from 7 to 11 on WGSO. GSO. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. You might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. Christian Garrick's show on WGSO is your platform. Noon to 2, weekdays, right here on 990 AM WGSO. Hello, this is David Jeremiah. Join me each weekday morning. Morning at 5.30 or 6.30 for Turning Point here on Talk Radio 990 AM. Ryan Richardson here. Tune in every Saturday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon on WGSO 990 AM for conversations with Ryan Richardson. Get ready, Raider New Orleans. The Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two days only. October 21st and 22nd at the Punch Train Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and more. That's the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show. October 21st and 22nd at the Punch Train Center. Show hours 9 to 5 on Saturday, 10 to 5 on Sunday. Don't miss it. The Beat Exchange with Barbara Hoover, Monday evenings at 7 p.m. The place for unadulterated truths brought to you by a pillar of the New Orleans community. From civil rights to constitutional rights to elder rights to just what's plain right. The Beat Exchange is your local community voice. Tune in to The Beat Exchange with Barbara Hoover, Monday evenings at 7 p.m. All right, we're back, we're back. Let's do this last segment. I wanted to bring something up. It was interesting. I'm doing the research for the show today. And... One, I wanted to give an update on the clemency debacle by Governor Quack Quack, and we think we've got it quashed. We think that our multiple murderers, our heinous murderers, uh, are going to not get processed to allow this governor to try to rebut what a jury and judges have imposed on these cruel, evil murders. But what we've got is we've got, again, we've got one suit pending in federal court. I expect to hear something on that case, yay, or I mean, whether or not the, 
the district judge is going to bite, whether the district judge is going to, because time is of certain, of, of, of importance in that case. A judge, if it's important and it's a case that they think has merit, they'll take it up quick enough to meet the clock, particularly on this one, because no one can say, the, the, well, this all should have been done six months ago. Uh, and the judge may very well say that, say, look, this, all of this is so untimely. You can't create a crisis and then benefit from it. But be that as it may, the federal judge is going to issue an interim order, I am certain, whether it's to have a hearing, whether it's to have counsel meet, whether it's to have a, a hearing on an injunction, we don't know. Also, the same suit, similar suit, is pending in the 19th JDC by uh, some of the other murderers, applicants, their lawyers, uh, trying to set aside the settlement. Both of those are going on. We'll keep you informed, but what I wanted to also bring up is, let me tell you even another reason that this amnesty effort is being pursued so quickly while the window is open with our uh, lame duck, Governor Edwards. Uh, there was an article published talking about a federal appellate court judge. That's, that's between the district court and the Supremes, that middle level. And what he said in, in, is... Uh, is that with this new Supreme Court, this new conservative Supreme Court, one thing that they are doing is they are going more and relying more on the text and the uh, contemporaneous meaning of the text when the Constitution was adopted. They're not saying that new circumstances can occur. But it's what were, the, what were the meanings of the words that were used in the Constitution? Words have meanings. Well, if, as soon as you get involved in trying to figure out whether or not the death penalty or even life imprisonment is constitutional. That's easy to say. That's not constitutional. Well... What's the standard in the Constitution? The standard in the Constitution about whether punishment is too severe is the Eighth Amendment that says the government shall not impose any cruel, unusual punishment for crime. Cruel or unusual punishment is the standard in the Constitution. Now, the Constitution even mentions the death penalty. So it's hard for me to understand the, the, the argument that the death penalty might be cruel and unusual today, uh, even though it's in the Constitution. Uh, and if there's one thing that our founding fathers did is when they drafted that Constitution, they knew what they were writing in every segment, every section, every subsection. Well, what the U.S. Supreme Court has done uh, since the... 40s and 50s has been to claim when you hear this phrase you know they're a liar uh, this constitution is a living document it must change with the times and meet the standards of new circumstances and new uh, mores new standards of cruelty uh, new standards of unusual punishment even if they've always been accepted and as adequate responsible punishment for a given level and severity of a crime what this supreme court the point of all this is remember this this supreme court does not believe the constitution is a living document the constitution is is a piece of paper with very precise words inscripted on it, 
and it is the guiding document of our American civilization. And it means what the people meant it to be. We are the, uh, the, the legitimacy of govern in Western civilization, in American civilization, is that we are governed by, we are, the government has power at the consent of the governed. What consent did the people give? They gave consent to that document that says what it says in the context of when they adopted it. And the reason I say it is the other choice is that either the judges get to decide if they think it ought to be different or you do what the Constitution says to do. And that is if we think the death penalty should not be constitutional, you could amend the Constitution to say this Constitution prohibits cruel and unusual punishment that includes imposition of a death penalty for a crime or which cruel and unusual punishment which shall include a sentence uh, any longer than 50 years. What I'm saying is you can do an amendment to the Constitution. So much of what you hear Judges talk about are people who want standards different than what the Constitution says. Is First, they want to take the words and interpret them to mean something they don't mean. They've never meant. Uh, it's like we're trying to make a boy a, a girl. It just, I don't, you can, you, can, you can call a duck a dog, but it doesn't mean that it'll have puppies. The, uh, and this thing with Cruelly Unusual... The point is that our Supreme Court is on the verge of considering whether or not they're going to overrule some precedent that has been handed down about whether or not uh, the death penalty under certain circumstances would be cruel and unusual. What they've done in the jurisprudence, in their cases that they've decided since the 60s, is they've not held that the death penalty under any circumstances is cruel and unusual. They've held that under certain circumstances, like they, they've outlawed by fiat no minors, no death penalty for those who are mentally incompetent after they've committed a crime. Look, I just bring it up because part of what's going on is the authority of the state to impose death penalty for well-deserved crimes is on the uprising. Look, we got to take a we got to take a break for another day. We'll get you on Friday tomorrow at four o'clock. Bring a friend. Uh, we're glad to be here. Hers Louisiana Live shall return. Now you can look as much, but if you much as touch. You're gonna have yourself a case I'm gonna break your face Now don't mess with my toot toot Don't mess with my What does grace mean to you? At Grace of the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work 